Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2018 Week 20, which aired from May 14th through May 16th, and consisted of Raw episode 1303, SmackDown episode 978, 205 Live episode 77, Main Event episode 293, and NXT episode 448. Okay, the last few episodes, maybe just only the last one episode. Let's see, going back here. Oh yeah, it was just just last week's episode. Um, I misnumbered 205 Live. And uh, normally, I think about this every time that I enter it into my spreadsheet and all that. That, uh, oh, it's it's the same last two digits minus one as smackdown for that week but somehow i had a uh, a fit of anger against the number seven i guess and uh wrote it as episode 66 last week instead of 76 um so uh i still haven't fixed it on last week's episode but we're good we're gonna be all good for this episode um okay uh, what all is there to talk about before we get into the actual shows? Um, I don't know. Uh, have y'all seen Infinity War yet? And or Deadpool 2? I thought both of them were pretty great. Uh, I'm not going to talk about spoilers or anything, but I just thought I'd mention that they're, they're, they're solid. They're enjoyable. They're a lot of fun. And this next week, I'm going to be seeing Solo. And I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, Hopefully, they still have glasses from Infinity War. They did a couple of weeks ago. So they might have a couple left. Because I realized it would be kind of fun if all of of my glasses were from, uh, from movies. Because I already have, I've been collecting um, all the Star Wars ones. I missed the one from Force Awakens that Alamo Draft has had in partnership with Mondo. Um, but I do have one for Rogue One and for uh, Last Jedi and Deadpool. And it would be cool to keep adding on to those. I'm going to get one for Solo. I have already ordered it. And... Um, I uh, will see where it goes from there. I guess pretty much all the Star Wars and Marvel movies would be fun to have. It seems like those are the ones that they usually make them for. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. Uh, I've been uh, with all of these movies. I've tried to avoid spoilers and trailers. Um, a couple of them have snuck into my view for Solo, but I think that's fine. It's like like what. What's gonna? It's a prequel, and uh, we're familiar with uh, the main characters already. So I mean, they're not gonna die or anything. There aren't alternate universes or things like that. So, but I d- I don't want to get like good funny moments spoiled and all that kind of thing, because um, then you're always like waiting for the oh he's gonna uh, I can't wait till he says that one thing, and then you see a familiar. Uh, environment and you're like oh this is probably where he's gonna say that one thing i wonder what's gonna lead up to that or depending on the thing it's like oh like that's what happens in this scene because i know that 
funny part happens. Um, but uh, anyway, let's talk about Raw. Um, I did not take notes on a uh, digital device as I normally do. I wrote them in a notebook. And my God, this handwriting is is very bad. Oof. Um, so uh, this is going to be a, a bit of a, a trudge to get through, uh, being able to actually read all of this. We open with um, a match. Uh, there's like a Roman and gender thing. Roman and gender, they're feuding over stuff. Um, Roman attacked gender backstage, and I guess that was exciting um, and whatnot. But we had uh, one of the best matches of the week. Possibly the best match of the week. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens open up the night with a, another Intercontinental Championship open challenge match. It wasn't so much an open challenge um, since it was the issue was challenged over the weekends and uh, Kevin answered it on there. So it's not exactly the same. But Seth defending the championship every week is freaking awesome. And I I don't see that ending anytime soon, and that's great. Um, we got a Falcon Arrow on the apron, which was um, ridiculous a little bit. And uh, Seth eventually won via the curb stomp, or just the stomp, or whatever they're calling it. Um, so yeah, check out this, this match. It was the best of, of the whole night. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Um, Nia challenged Ronda Rousey at the NBC Upfront, um, and she accepts. And uh, Charlotte, <laughs> before she accepted, Charlotte was just off camera. She's like, do it, do it. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, it was an interesting way to go about this whole thing. Like, Ronda was, like, confused about it, I guess. She's like, but... I don't, I've only had one match. What are you talking about? Um, so uh, I guess Nia's pretty uh, confident that she can can beat uh, Ronda Rousey. Some of the clips I've seen from these live events, uh, pre- there's some awesome stuff happening with Ronda. Um, I'm excited to see more um, actual matches with her. Um, it's... Looks like the next time we'll see that is at Money in the Bank. Um, Bo and Curtis, two followers without a leader, they decide they're going to be the A team. But Kurt says, hey, "No, you can't use that because that's that's like copyrighted and all of that." Um, okay, how about the B team? Where <laughs> the B is for best. Um, so this might be my favorite uh, thing going on right now. Um, they go into their first match. I am skipping. Okay, Cor- Baron Corbin versus Bobby Roode um, versus Ho- No Way Jose. Triple threat for a money in the bank spot. And uh, Bobby Roode won when he hit the glorious DDT on Jose. Uh, so we had the B team versus Brizongo. And uh, they, they won. I didn't write down any details. I don't remember any details. I'm just very excited for them to win. Um, because they were, their, their reaction to winning was fantastic. Like they're like, they couldn't believe it. 
And um, they're officially undefeated on Raw. The B team is undefeated. <laughs> the whole argument throughout um, all these segments that... Uh, why? You can just change your tag team name and suddenly be uh, uh, start a new record? Like, yeah, why not? Um, ex- up next, we had a uh, three-on-three match. Sasha, Ember, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. And um, Natalia won the match for her team via Sharpshooter on Liv. Uh, I, I just enjoy seeing any uh, Ruby Riot matches. Um, there wasn't anything super, super exciting like uh, when she faced... Who is she fighting? Sasha Banks, when it was the one-on-one match between those two. No, was it even a one-on-one? Was that a triple threat? Um, whatever it was, when she did that uh, that cannonball uh, maneuver off of the, the corner, that was awesome. Um, nothing I can remember that was nearly as awesome as that, but I still enjoy um, any Ruby Riot matches and any Ember Moon matches. Um uh, what was the... Oh, yeah. I just watched uh, part one and two. I did watch part two. I Actually, I stopped watching part two because they started talking about um, Always Sunny um, in Philadelphia. Spoilers. And I was like, okay, I, I'm not caught up on that. And I can't remember if I have seen what they're starting to talk about. So I'm going to stop watching this video right now. Um, but that video and part one before that, up to that point... Um, were pretty great. One of my favorite episodes that I've seen um, from Up, Up, Down, Down. Oh, did I say what it uh, that That's what it was. Uh, Ruby Riot was playing Turtles Through Time. Turtles in Time? Turtles on Time? No, Turtles... Turtles in Time, I think. <laughs> um, the Super NES Ninja Turtles game. Um, they're playing that. That's not important to what the video is, but it will help you find it but um ruby was on there with xavier woods they were talking golden girls nicktoons all that kind of stuff and it's a pretty fun episode couple of episodes um okay up next we had um what is that word that i've written there this is um oh the <laughs> <laughs> the deleters, uh, deleters of worlds versus the revival and backstage. We had the B team taking notes cause they're going after that raw tag team championship. Um, and I guess their finisher that, uh, to that, that what I was kind of calling the twisted sister, they're actually calling the, t- the kiss of deletion, which, um, that's a little bit of a disappointment. I think, uh, deleters of worlds is so clever, but kiss of deletion. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if that's a pun on some other common phrase that I'm not familiar with or something. Ah, anyway, uh, Sammy, he challenges Bobby Lashley. He, uh, analyzes that video from last week. And, uh, I know we were all kind of like confused, like what's going on here? Like, why is he dressed like that? Why is he talking to his family all weird? And, um, and it, it's, as it turns out, it, it has to do with Sami Zayn because he wants to be Sami Zayn. So he says, look at the hat. He just wants to be me. And, uh, next week, 
he's going to uh, have his sisters on the show to talk about what Bobby Lashley is really like. Um, so this could be super interesting. It could be super weird. Probably both. We'll see what happens. Um, I saw a tweet um, a few days ago. Forget who posted it. Um, it was one of the like the wrestling websites, um, Twitter Twitter accounts that I follow. Um, uh, they 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 proposed the question. They they posed the question, not proposed. They posed the question: What if? All of this is a uh, really long long-term storytelling and we're just not used to that and that's why we're reacting all weirdly to everything. And I think they're onto something there that a lot of the stuff that's week to week is like what are they even thinking about this? This is so weird. It doesn't make any sense, but as these stories unfold a bit more um that's uh I think that's one of the big changes since WrestleMania is that uh, without the more frequent pay-per-views, well, this last month was kind of an exception because we had the Grace Royal Rumble, so it was like kind of accelerated pay-per-view um, schedule. But now, after Backlash, things are a little bit slower because we're uh, waiting until things go on. And um, uh, you know what? I need to change. I've got the cable like wedged underneath my phone, which makes it, I think it's picking up that that little clicky the the gurgly electronic <laughs> noise um but since backlash we have like six weeks between backlash and money in the bank so we have that those six weeks in the past couple of years we've had only like maybe three weeks maximum before the next pay-per-view for one of the shows but now everything is synced up to that long time between and um so uh things are are going a little bit slower and uh for some of those storylines it seems kind of weird and this sammy and lashley thing i mean it, it it totally makes sense now it's like oh he lost his chance at money in the bank because of uh he wasn't able to fight very well be, uh since at bobby lashley's debut he uh held Sami Zayn in that vertical suplex the delayed suplex for so long that it gave him vertigo and he's still suffering from vertigo it's like it all makes all the pieces are there um it's got to have a little bit of patience and uh and trust for once i guess the this stuff it all connects I suppose. Uh, we had another Money in the Bank qualifying match. Uh, this for the women's match. Uh, triple threat. Alexa Bailey and Mickey James. And Alexa won via DDT. Um, I don't know if she'll even be able to reach the... <laughs> I don't know if she'll... E- even with a ladder, I don't know if she'll be able to reach the, the briefcase suspended by the ring. Okay. <laughs> Um, they're still, uh, they're going at a slower pace for qualifying the women's ladder, ladder match. Um, at at the end of this week, we have half of the spots filled. Whereas over on the men's ladder match, we have all but, all but one filled. And the last one will be filled next week. So I think that may be 
um, a signal that while the women's qualification matches are still going on, that we could possibly still have uh, that um, men's, not men's, uh, uh, tag team ladder, uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, I think that would kind of make sense that we have the last couple of weeks, three weeks, I guess, um, having probably not eight teams, um, but hopefully, well, there's going to be at least four, I would imagine, two from each brand, um, maybe three from each brand. And then you end up with, uh, what, 12? That, that's kind of crazy. 12 guys in that ladder match. If it's if it's four tag teams total, then that would be eight. It would be the same number of guys as the, the regular the regular match. So I, I think that's kind of an indication that that's a, a real possibility. Um, Roman keeps on going after Ginger backstage and he spears him through a wall. Yep, that happened. Um, and then we had a, a tag team match, Finn Balor and Braun Strowman, which you would think, holy crap, these guys are going to kill whoever they go up against. But they went up against Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Um, and uh, Ziggler pins Finn after their uh, Claymore zigzag combination. I think that's how they finished that. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm super excited for Drew McIntyre. Like as soon as he, his music comes on, I'm like, oh yes, we're going to get some good stuff going here now. Um, I did talk, I'm going to talk about this every single week. Um, that, uh, maybe I didn't talk about this on the last episode, but I definitely tweeted it that. Okay, there's there's so many complaints. Every single time there's conversation on Reddit about Dolph Ziggler, they're like, it doesn't even make sense that it starts with the record scratch, scratch and all that. It's like most in most cases, okay, if it, it's coming out of nowhere and it's not interrupting anything, that's a valid point. Yes, but it still serves as a way to be like, hey, pay attention. This is happening. It's kind of like glass the glass shattering. Not to compare him to Steve Austin or anything like that, but it's a unique identifier that this is what about is about to happen. And you could be argue that just his music alone is that identifier. But for the most part, um, especially recently, every time he has come out, his his entrance has interrupted something. Um, whether it be somebody talking, um, somebody else's entrance, or as the case is in this tag team matchup, it's, uh, it breaks up, um, Drew McIntyre's uh, music into his. Um, and I, I feel like that totally makes sense that it's, it's the record scratching off of that previous thing. It's not his records scratching it anyway i i'm fine with it i think it's it i think it it's makes sense um one of the great moments um oh who said that no bread no water just meat i don't know who that was referring to or who was saying that but that's a <laughs> it's such a, a a nice phrase there um we had uh, Braun slam Finn in onto Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> like, 
Braun and Dolph are fighting, and then Braun turns around and just picks up Finn and slams into it. And <laughs> Finn is hurt from this, uh, obviously. Um, and Braun says, Get up, you're fine. Um, I think this might be the first uh, tag team partner that Braun has, hasn't been like 100% like friendly with. That's, that's another weird thing. Is uh, before WrestleMania, he didn't want any partner at all. Um, the only person he ever got along with was Alexa, and they worked together really well. Uh, but since winning with Nicholas, he's been tagged with so many other people, and he's gotten along with all of them, been like friendly with them and stuff. And it's, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure what to think about that, because why didn't he team up with any of these guys? I mean, last week he uh, he teamed up with uh, I can't even, I can't remember, um, but he teamed up with somebody else and he got along fine. And he was like part of a, a triple threat, not a triple threat, a, a six six man tag team match. Got fine along fine with those partners. Um, so I, who 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 knows who knows where things are going with Braun Strowman? I don't think it's even been uh, announced. Oh yeah, he's in he's in the ladder match. That's right. Um much like Alexa is at a disadvantage, I think Braun Strowman is also at a disadvantage. Um just look at Lars Sullivan in that North American Championship match um at uh Takeover New Orleans. Um very easy to 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 tip over as soon as he hits up a couple of rungs on the ladder. Makes that ladder even more top heavy than it would be with a, a smaller fella. Like somebody who could just leap right onto the top of the ladder. Um, uh, I'm talking about uh, Seth Rollins at the Grace Royal Rumble. Um, so uh, anyway, Drew, Drew and Dolph won, and I was pretty excited for that. And then the main event was Elias Lashley and Kevin Owens' um, triple threats. It was originally going to be gender, but uh, Kevin talked his way into it. Well, he didn't. He he called Stephanie McMahon to get put into that. So it was Kevin's second match of the night, and uh, he was able to win it. He uh, he lost the match earlier, but then won the ladder match. Um, I feel like that's happened before. Did that happen at? Uh, he was in a WrestleMania ladder match and then another match later on i i can't remember uh wrestling 32 i believe that happens perhaps um uh sammy he he came out and and caused some disruption um he, he attacked lashley so that helped kevin out a little bit to make that happen uh overall it it was all right i mean it was on tape delay i didn't watch it as it aired because of that um and uh to do some other stuff since the rest of the week was was so packed in the evenings um and uh you know it's kind of what you expect from the the tape delayed overseas episodes and uh it was uh, as far as that goes um i was not disappointed or anything so um, I did have fun watching it. That brings us to SmackDown. Uh, we open with Daniel Bryan saying, uh, it's not enough just to be back. I want to be on top. 
And then uh, Cass comes out and calls him a loser. And then uh, Daniel Bryan just beats the crap out of him. Uh, the Miz is on commentary for the New Day versus the Bar. Uh, the winner of this match, one member of their team will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And the New Day wins um, after uh, Xavier hits a flying elbow to Cesaro. It's kind of getting back at him from last week when he went for that same flying elbow and Cesaro um, <laughs> nailed him with that uppercut um, and, and won that match. Uh, we had a nice interview with AJ and Renee where AJ is talking about all kinds of silly, ridiculous match stipulations. And Renee asked, Oh, is that the one where the ref dresses up as Elvis? It is. Don't be silly. You've gone too far. Um, I, I enjoyed that interview. We had Andrade Cien almost debut against Jake Constantino. Um, he won via the hammerlock DDT, uh, and I wrote pathetic with a big arrow pointing at him. Um, I think that's uh, what Vega was saying about him after that victory. Uh, Lana will be in a qualifying match against Billy Kay next week. So with Rusev already in the Money in Bank match, if they both win, they could be Mr. and Mrs., money in the bank actual mr and mrs money in the bank that'd be pretty pretty solid then we had the the celebration god save carmella um she says she's better than everyone except uh page comes out and says hey your money in the bank opponent is do 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 oscar comes out um so mella is in danger uh honestly if oscar doesn't just destroy carmella at money in the bank i'll be pretty disappointed um but uh, you never know what could happen there could be all kinds of funny business going on okay um we had a an interview with nakamura um he keeps asking for clarification on words that renee uses um, and there's, it's a chance possibility. I understand them, but you're using the wrong words. It's a certainty that I'll win tonight. So the main event of this episode, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles, uh, the winner will determine their stipulation, um, in their championship match at money in the bank. We had uh, a triple threat. Money in the Bank qualifier between Becky Lynch, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. This made uh, kind of in spite by Paige to teach Mandy and Sonya that uh, absolution is no more. Don't you guys get it? They have to fight each other in here. But uh, if they're smart, they would have teamed up more against each, more with each other to take out Becky to make sure that Becky doesn't win because Becky did win. But they disarm her to Mandy and Becky will win, will be in the money in the bank ladder match. And without James Ellsworth in the picture to help Carmella, who is also not in this match. Well, she's not. Yeah, she's she, she won't, wouldn't be put into that match if she lost to Oscar because they're in that, that happens on the same night. But, um, yeah, I think Becky has the best chance of winning this unless, her best friend turns on her and prevents her from winning and wins for herself. Of course, I'm talking about Charlotte, who's also in the match. 
Um, there's still four spots open. Um, who is it so far? It's, um, uh, Ember, Ember Moon. It's, uh, Alexa Bliss. It's Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Um, Billy Kay, I'm pretty sure is going to win, um, the next spot next week. And, um, and then who else on SmackDown will probably get in there? Maybe Sonia or Mandy will get another shot at that, at that whole thing. Um, and then, uh, uh, on Raw, still, still two spots open over there. Um, I don't know. Sasha would be great to see in there. Uh, actually, it would be pretty great if it's Sasha and Bailey. Um, even though they've already lost, um, opportunity matches, but, uh, then we have the four horsewomen in that match and they're going to have some pretty great moments throughout it. Um, or it could, or it could not be so great. I don't know. Uh, then we had Nakamura versus AJ. This was a great match. Uh, seeing these, all of these Nakamura styles matches, as they develop from match to match. Yeah. The endings are, you can be unhappy about the endings, but, um, the, it, it keeps kind of elevating in each match. And it can be a little bit frustrating, but I think when we finally get a payoff with like a solid victory, whether Shinsuke finally wins the WWE championship or if AJ finally puts the kibosh on the whole thing and ends this feud once and for all. Um, which, when you think about it, he did that at rest. The first match, he definitively won. But, you know. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the ending of this match. That uh, AJ almost runs into the ref and the ref is like cowering. And while that's happening, he's like, are you okay? And all of that, making sure that he didn't actually hurt him or anything. Um, uh, Nakamura pretends that he's been hit by a low blow. And the ref is like, what? What, what are you doing? We've been over this. He can't do, do that. I'm going to have to disqualify. And then Nakamura takes advantage as AJ is, is uh, arguing not really arguing, but trying to explain, like, this isn't what you think it is. Um, and Nakamura wins. Um, hits the Kinshasa and, and wins the match. So uh, what are the stipulations that uh, Nakamura is going to pick? I don't even know because they've done no disqualification. So that's uh, not really going to be advant- advantageous to either one of them. Um I, I can't think of anything that would specifically favor Nakamura. Um, in general, I would think to prevent a uh, a non-definitive ending um, is to either have a, la- a last, not a last man standing. I've been, I've talked about this before. A last man standing match leaves it, itself open to end exactly the same way as their backlash match, that they're neither of them are able to get up. And then it's a double count out again. Um, so it would have to be either uh, a cage match 
where the only way to win is to escape the cage. So there's no pinfalls, no submissions, um, none of that, that you have to climb out um, to win. Or um, or an Iron Man match, which uh, would be pretty awesome too. Although that could also end in a, uh, a double countout type situation. If they're tied when they approach the time limit, and then uh, in the overtime, so to speak, they uh, another double ending happens. Which, you know, if that does occur, to have the final match, the real final match, because four is kind of a weird number. Actually, this is three. This No, this will be number five. That's right. But number five of championship matches... For that to be at SummerSlam, now that might be pretty interesting. I I don't know. I think people might be upset if it does get extended even further into that. But hey, at least they're having matches every single pay-per-view, unlike the Universal Championship, which we probably won't see again until SummerSlam. Um, like, are, do we really think that Brock Lesnar is going to fight at uh at extreme rules i don't i don't think so um but we'll find out i guess it, it's possible okay real quick um 205 live uh we had a bunch of the uk division in this in this episode uh first up was a fatal four-way tyler Bates, tjp um kenny williams and kalisto uh, went at it. It was a pretty pretty fun match. Uh, Tyler Bate won via the uh, Tyler driver. Um, but uh, lots of great moments throughout this match. And uh, it's great to see see these guys. Uh, Kenny Williams was uh, a new... This is his first appearance on WWE television. Um, he was in a qualifying match for the, the first UK championship tournament. Um but uh, he got injured or something. Um, and I, I didn't realize this. I actually watched this twice. And by watch this twice, it was, I mean, it played on my television twice. And I paid like half attention each time. So in all, I kind of, I maybe got close to 100% paying attention to it. But um, he, I didn't even realize it on the first view. But he, he talks about it um, in his uh, little feature there. That uh, he's going into a match against three former champions. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. Tyler Bates, champion, uh, former champion. TJP is the inaugural cruiserweight champion. Then Kalisto was champion for about a week back in uh, was that August or September? I don't know. Um, so uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then we had a six man tag team match: Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander, 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 Alexander. Um, with their UK teammates Flash Morgan Webster um, versus Drew Gulak and his UK teammates Joseph Connors, who uh, is the one with the 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 ear, and uh, James Drake, who uh, there's a couple of moments on commentary because Drake Maverick was on with the commentary team that uh, they're they're like, do you mean 
do you mean James Drake or Drake Maverick? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm talking about the person wrestling right now. Use context. Come on. Um, Ali won the match via an 054 to Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak will be in the UK tournament um, that takes place the, the two days after um, Money in the Bank, I think. Is that right? Yeah, that's when it's happening. So that that's pretty cool. Um, he's the only American in the tournament. And uh, there's some fuss about it. It's like, hey, come on. There's also a guy in, from New Zealand in it, I think. And it's, you know, it's not... We've had people who aren't from the UK challenge our champion, Pete Dunne, before. So it's not, like, so oddball. It'd be weird if it was just all regular roster guys all american and canadian guys going into that tournament then we might have a a little bit of a problem but this is a great chance for gulak to shine even more and i'm kind of i'm I'm excited for it um okay main events episode 294 did i write that down correctly whatever i said at the beginning is the correct episode number um Titus and Apollo fought the Authors of Pain, and the Authors of Pain won via last chapter to Titus. There were no falling and slipping and sliding shenanigans in this match. It's just nice to see some Authors of Pain action, since uh, I guess they had a match last week, but it was during that Bobby Lashley interview thing. Um, so that's kind of weird. I would I would have preferred... To see the authors of pain match, but uh, I guess they were probably fighting um, some local guys or something. And then uh, Mojo Rawley versus Chad Gable, um, pushing the uh, the the so far defeated. He's not undefeated. He's defeated. Um, Kurt Hawkins out of his main event slot on here, but Mojo Rawley defeated defeated Gable. Um, with a huge forearm after he dodged Gable's moonsaults. Um, so for one of the first times I've seen that moonsault was dodged, so we didn't get to see the full glory of it. Because uh, I've said this in the past, it's been a while since we've actually seen it. Um, Chad Gable's moonsault is beautiful. It's uh, the best look. It's truly Olympic quality. Um, gymnastics with that moonsault. Um, uh, more so, yeah, I can't even think of anybody else in WWE right now who has a better looking moonsault than that. All right, and that brings us to NXT, which uh, was, of course, the best show of the week. Um, lots of stuff going on here, lots of stuff. We open with Johnny Gargano's music, but Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Oh, genius. Um, and then Candice, uh, she uh, comes out to talk some crap to him and uh, sla- ends up slapping him. And uh, we'll see where everything goes from here. There's so much stuff going on with this segment. Just go watch Just go watch this whole episode. We have Brandy Lauren versus Lacey Evans next. Um, Lacey Evans won via Moonsault and what she calls the women's rights is the big right hand to the face. Uh, and Kyrie attacked her as she was leaving. She attacked Lacey. That was kind of fun. Um, then we had an interview with Dakota Kai. Um, 
They're asking her all kinds of questions. And then Nikki comes in. She has a question. She's so crazy. And uh, she asks, when are you going to fight Shayna? Face your fear and fight. So she's kind of like this intimidating bully mentor to Dakota Kai. And I, I like that. It's like she she's being everybody's being mean to Dakota, which I don't like that part. But Nikki is like being mean to her, but like in a way to help her. And it, it, maybe that's the only way that Nikki is able to be nice to someone is by being mean to them. So I I, I thought it was great. Uh, we had Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream, which was gearing up to be a classic match up to the point where it was interrupted. The classic match, but Lars Sullivan attacks them, and you gotta check out the very crude <laughs> Photoshop job. Um, I've been doing a little bit of Photoshop stuff on my phone um, because uh, it's more convenient when I have these ideas, and they're not really ideas that are uh, all that worthy of putting more than like five minutes into it. Um, but uh, you know, I, when I wrote down that phrase, Lars attacks, it's like, hey, that sounds familiar. Ah, Mars attacks. So I, I looked up a couple of pictures from Mars attacks, the, the, the Tim Burton film. I think it was like 1997. Um, I may be way off, but I got to look it up. Mars attacks. Oh, 1996. So close. Um, and uh, and uh, put Lars in there and change it to Lars instead of Mars. And there you go. If you want to see it, it's on um, it's on uh, the Instagram. Uh, is it TIW podcast or today I watched? I think it's today I watched on Instagram. Um, I never I never plug that at the end of the show, but, you know, go check it out. Um, we had Raul Mendoza versus Kona Reeves and Kona Reeves won via Hawaiian drop. And then our main events, which is definitely worth checking out because everybody in it is so much fun to watch in all of their matches. But the team of Pete Dunn, uh, Oni Lurkin and Danny Birch took on undisputed era, Adam Cole, baby. Um, uh, not Bob fish. I was, I think the only one who is not <laughs> Roderick strong and Kyle O'Reilly, um, we had this, uh, this triple submission put on to, uh, put on to the, to, to, to the, the, the trio of fellas <laughs> as opposed to the other trio. Um, we had a cross face and a single leg crab and a, uh, a, a wrist lock. Applied to the undisputed. That's right. I had it backwards. The t- applied to undisputed era, but uh, Roderick Strong was able to kick out of um, what he had going on there. I think he had the crab um, put onto him and knock that guy into one of the other guys, and then they fell over onto the uh, the cross face going on. That was a great great moment to to break that all up. But uh, eventually. Danny Birch won via DDT to Kyle O'Reilly. So it could be ar- argued that O'Reilly, at least in this match, was the weakest link and led to their to their defeats. Because uh, he is the one who's, who's defeated. Um, so yeah, pretty solid episode. Um, nothing like 
earth shattering this week on NXT. Um, I, I would ricochet versus dream had the potential to be the best match of this week. Um, if it wasn't interrupted, but that just builds it. Um, I think in two weeks we're going to have, uh, dream and ricochet team up against Lars Sullivan, which is we. Now that I think of it, we've already seen all three of them in the ring together in at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. But with the, without ladders involved, this could be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to see what happens. Um, what else happens? I think next week is... No, what was I even thinking of? Something's happening next week that they announced, but I didn't write down. It's probably going to be good. So that's that's it for everything this week. Um, pretty soon here, um, I'll be on the roads with uh, the Blue Devils. Um, not the entire summer, but the two weeks uh, right before Money in the Bank. I'll be out, out there. Um, so I'll try. It'll be lower quality, perhaps. Um Actually, it'll be exactly the same quality as this episode because I'm using the setup that I'll be using on the roads uh, with a uh, portable microphone that record that uh, hooks up to the to the iPhone, um, which is really nice. I like it a lot so far. It's a blue Raspberry, um, a little portable microphone. It plugs into uh, you can plug into um, iPhone. I think you can plug into Android. And um, iPad, of course. And uh, you can also uh, plug it right into a computer as well. So you can um, use it as a regular USB microphone. And uh, I like it so far. I don't have a windscreen or anything on it. But um, I feel like the quality is pretty solid. I'm far enough away from it that I don't need the the P's protected as I would with... um, with the, the mic I use on my computer. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll, I should be able to actually the week before. No, it's not the two weeks before money in the bank. Sorry. It's the two weeks after money in the bank. Um, and, uh, the, the, actually the week after my, not the two days after. Um, but that next week I will, they're in California and I'll also be in California, in Southern California. So I'm going to be at Raw and SmackDown for um, for that week of shows. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited for for the to record that episode um, after being at those events. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, then later on the two weeks before, yes, actually before um, SummerSlam, I'll also be on the road. Um, but then I will actually be at TakeOver and SummerSlam that weekend. So I am super excited for that as well. Um, so stay tuned for all of that. I am not going to go to Extreme Rules in July. But I will be at New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, the G1 special in San Francisco. So um, I, you know, I only the, the events that I actually go to or... Um, the big things like, uh, well, in Wrestle Kingdom, those are the only shows I'll, I actually will talk about. And then, of course, um, I think I talked about this last week, uh, all in in September, end of end of August, 
um, and September 1st, um, I'll be, um, I'll be at that show. So I'll definitely be doing an episode about that. So, uh, that's it. Stay tuned for all of it. Mark your calendars, go and watch and go to these shows if you can as well. Um, if you are going to any of the shows that I am actually at and you are a listener here, you know, let me know because it would be pretty cool to, to, to know that you're also there and, you know, uh, to, to say, Hey, or whatever. Um, okay. That's it. Let me know what you thought about this week's shows by tweeting me at TIW podcast. Go to today. I watched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe in iTunes, write a review in iTunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today. I watched. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back next time for WWE 2018 week 21. Bye.